Hello, shiver seekers. Are you ready to meet some dark and clueless criminals? I'm Cynthia. And I'm Stephanie. You have found the not-so-dark oak. This is our periodic rundown of clueless criminals that have been featured on our website. If you want to check out some current clueless criminals, please go to thedarkoak.com. Take it away, Cynthia. Okay, well, I've got a little story from BBC News. U.S. fugitives send selfie to police after terrible mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> okay. So a man suspected of arson and vandalism has sent a selfie to police because he found the photo in his arrest warrant to be unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Chip Pugh texted police a photo of himself and wrote, quote, here is a better photo. That one is terrible. End quote. <laughs> Police in Lima, Ohio, posted the photos to their Facebook page and asked for help in locating Mr. Pugh. This photo was sent to us by Mr. Pugh himself, Lima Police Department wrote in a post. We thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he would come to speak to us at the Lima Police Department about his charges. <laughs> <laughs> Police has said he is a person of interest in several cases, and his warrant is for his failure to appear as directed in a summons. Man, they just did me wrong, Mr. Pugh told an Ohio radio station about why he sent in the <laughs> selfie. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat. <laughs> a Thundercat! Or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. A Facebook page called Free Chip Pew pokes fun at the situation. <laughs> oh, that's good. I love it. Here is a better photo. That one is terrible. <laughs> if you guys want to see the photos, hop on our website, guys. It's it's really funny. <laughs> now, I will say, these do look like two different people. And one is a very handsome, suave-looking man. And the other one, you know, less so. But... What's a thundercat look like? I, I don't know what a thundercat looks like, nor do I really know what um, James Brown on the run <laughs> looks like. But I do know that in at least this case, vanity really got the better of Mr. Pew because, uh, wow. Down with Pew. Down with Pew. Yeah. So <laughs> funny, right? All right. Well, my headline comes from CNN mm -hmm. and it is, bank robbery suspect calls ahead <laughs> with no. demand for cash. <laughs> Authorities in Connecticut say two would-be robbers tried phoning in to pull off a bank heist. It didn't work. <laughs> no? <laughs> I've heard of drive-up robberies where they rob the bank via drive-up window, said Detective Michael Gagner of the Fairfield, Connecticut Police Department. But I've never had someone call ahead and say, get the money. We're coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the attempted bank job unfolded Tuesday afternoon at a branch of the People's Bank in Fairfield. 
Authorities said the bank employee received a phone call from a person demanding that $100,000 in large bill be gathered or there would be a, quote, bloodbath if the orders were not carried out. The employee hung up the phone and immediately called 911, Gagner said. The bank also initiated a lockdown, but not before the caller's accomplice was already inside. According to Gagner, the accomplice handed a teller a note demanding money at the exact time the bank employee was talking on the phone to police. The guy is literally giving us a blow by blow saying the robbery is going down, Gagner said. After passing the note and collecting about $900, the suspect politely asked to be let out of the bank. (laughs) But he said, please. But he said, please. By this time, patrol cars were on the scene. The suspect left the bank and encountered a police officer who ordered him to stop. The suspect then tried to run to the car where the other suspect was waiting. Both were arrested without incident. Police identified one suspect as Albert Bailey, 27, of Bridgeport, Connecticut. The other suspect is a juvenile. The two were charged with first-degree robbery and threatening in the first degree. Gagner and Bailey, Gagner said Bailey is on probation for another bank holdup several years earlier. Wow. Apparently he didn't learn. Gagner added that the robbers insisted that the money waiting for them would not be put in should not be put in a die pack their wishes were not followed and a bag of cash exploded and die when one of the suspects threw it on the ground we were all kind of cracking up with the call ahead aspect of it gagner said definitely unusual technique <laughs> i can't believe they called ahead and then showed up like and- like they thought this was going to work <laughs> they thought this was going to work geniuses i love it i love it okay this next story again comes from bbc news facebook boast tesco robber andrew hennels jailed andrew hennels 32 posted a comment on his profile that read doing tesco over at 7:25 on february 13th norwich crown court heard that just 15 minutes later police caught hennels with a knife and 410 pounds stolen from the store in the Gaywood area of Kings Lynn, Norfolk. It was a bizarre and unusual case, said Sergeant Pete Jessup. A member of the public had reported seeing a man with a knife demanding cash from, from a member of staff at the Tesco on St. Faith's Drive. Hennels stole a car from a retired couple who had stopped to use a cash machine and then fled to a nearby pub. Sergeant Jessup said Hennel's Facebook confession had made it easier <laughs> to secure a guilty plea, which was entered in March. The pictures and posts on Facebook helped us confirm what we already knew, said the police <laughs> officer. None of this takes away from the seriousness of the crime or the trauma experienced by the victims. Oh. Judge Anthony Bate, sentencing, said Hennel's posed a high risk of serious harm to the public. Hennel's of Riverview Way in Gaywood, Norfolk, will spend four years on extended license after his release from jail as part of his sentence. He also admitted carrying a knife as an offensive weapon. Yeah, so he... Uh... So I 
I've seen a screenshot of this Facebook <laughs> post. It's literally, I, I actually, we're going to post it on our social media page too, but it, it's, it's, it's a, a photo of the knife. And then above it, he was like, I'm going to like doing Tesco over. And then he liked his own post, which to me is like a huge pet peeve. Like you don't like your own post. You wouldn't have posted it if you didn't like it. But anyway, he liked his post of, of his knife going to the Tesco. Man, people, people can be dumb. Man. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> How else would we have this this enjoyment? We right just now? wouldn't. We just wouldn't. All right. My next case comes from CBS News. The headline is: Man dressed in wig, clown pants, and <laughs> fake breasts robs bank with BB gun. <laughs> This comes from Swiss Vale, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man wearing a blonde wig, fake breast, and clown pants was arrested after he allegedly robbed a bank at gunpoint. Swiss Vale Police Chief Greg Geppert said Dennis Hawkins, 48, shoplifted a BB gun from a local Kmart and then used it during the heist. Wow. The suspect allegedly fled the bank with an undisclosed amount of money. Shortly after, police were called to investigate the robbery. They received a tip from a nearby gas station that a man, fitting the description, <laughs> a clown with breasts, just as a clown with breasts, okay, was attempting to steal a car. Hawkins, apparently covered in red dye from the exploded oh, dye pack, yes. <laughs> entered a woman's parked car. She quickly got out of the vehicle, took her keys, and alerted authorities. Police <laughs> arrived at the gas stations to find Hawkins still sitting inside the vehicle. I love how he's like, you know, what? I'm going to be discreet about this. I'm going to blend in. <laughs> Where are my clown pants and fake breasts? And I'm just going to sit here in this car that I just tried to steal. No, they'll, they'll and, walk right and past. And also, I'm going to steal the weapon uh, <laughs> with I with which I'm going to commit my crime. Wow. <laughs> These people, man. Okay, my next story is from the dailymail.com. It's go to Portsmouth. Robbery happens. Bungling criminal caught after putting armed holdup in his diary. A robber who denied taking part in an armed raid on a bookmaker was caught because he had made a note about it in his diary. <laughs> Jonathan Ocala, I think it's pronounced, maybe Ocala, told police he was watching football with his brother at the time of the robbery in Portsmouth. But when officers looked at the 21-year-old's journal, they found an <laughs> entry on the day of the raid that read, Go Portsmouth, robbery happens. <laughs> I mean, you could have at least used like a code word right, right. or something not like actual robbery robbery happens it, yeah it or just it went down even location like yeah. everything <laughs> nice ocala or ocala what do you think um ocala ocala helped his friend rashad delawala steal hundreds of pounds from a branch of ladbrokes delawala admitted wearing a baklava Balaclava? <laughs> balaclava. A baklava is a dessert. <laughs> uh, a balaclava is basically like a gator. Like it covers your face and your head. So you okay. would wear it like when you're like snow skiing and things like that. Okay. Not a baklava. <laughs> While eating a baklava. While eating a baklava. <laughs> okay. 
He was wearing a balaclava, bali- what she said. A balaclava. A balaclava. <laughs> and threatening staff with an in- imitation firearm. Ocala insisted, Ochola, I'm sorry, insisted he was at home watching the television. In fact, he was the getaway driver and the pair had <laughs> split with about 500 pounds in takings. Police traced the students after Delawala dropped the balaclava with a trace <laughs> of his DNA on it. Ochala from Essex was found guilty by a jury at Portsmouth Crown Court after denying one charge of robbery. Detective Constable Mel Sinclair said, when we found the diary, diary, we thought it was unusual. You don't normally get such a good piece of evidence. <laughs> But he was foolish enough to put it in his diary, and he said in his interview that it was stupid. <laughs> well, yes, yes, one would say. Also, robbing people, stupid. Stupid, yes. Now, faced with the evidence, Ocala tried to blame it. Ochala tried to blame... <laughs> I, I, in my mind, purposely say it the wrong way, even though I'm trying to say it the right way. Like, I'm, I'm actually sure. not sure what I love more at this... this- <laughs> dumb criminal story or Or the fact that i gave you the tongue twister one (laughs) (laughs) and i'm reading them fresh these are new to me so like sorry i actually can read i take the blame for all of your enjoyment (laughs) right now (laughs) he tried to blame it all on his friend he claimed he'd gone into a co-op shop on june 12th last year to buy cigarettes and sweets and when he got back to his car delawala 21 had gone to carry out the raid But the jury rejected this story, that he did not know what was going on, and took just 40 minutes to find him guilty. (laughs) You done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't write robbery in your (laughs) journals. right, idiot. Detective Constable Sinclair added, These two have shown absolutely no remorse. They did not care about the effect on their victims. The staff in the shop thought it was a real gun and were shaken up. Things like that don't happen very often in Portsmouth. It was frightening for the staff and for people in the city who heard about it. Delawala of Essex pleaded, pleaded guilty to robbery. He is to be sentenced alongside Ochala later this month. <laughs> With their balaclava <laughs> and baklava. <laughs> Both men have been released on bala. <laughs> bala. Bail. Bal- also known as bail. Also known as bail. <laughs> Woo! I feel like we should have done some, you know, Sally sells seashells by Down the, by the seashore. seashore. For You're you welcome. <laughs> Clearly. That actually was unintentional I... that I handled that to her, but I'm so glad that I did. Now we know why I uh, am a host of a podcast, because I'm <laughs> such a good speaker. Crushing it. Crushing it. <laughs> All right, our last headline today comes from NBC New York. Wanted fugitive gets caught after applying for a job at New Jersey (laughs) Sheriff's Office. (laughs) That is correct. Law enforcement in New Jersey didn't have to look far for a wanted fugitive because she applied for a job to join them. Wow. Yeah. Um, Zima Johnson was wanted in Moreau County, Pennsylvania on fraud charges. There was also a warrant out for her arrest in New Jersey on traffic charges. Tracking her down was as easy as posting a job opening. When the warrant, With the warrant still out for her, Johnson applied for a job as a security guard with the sheriff's office in Hudson County. 
the same county where she faced traffic charges. Wow. <laughs> Officers called her in for what she thought was an interview. That's when they said they took her into custody and found her in possession of two stolen credit cards. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, you know what? I'm a criminal in, on several different levels. And let me go be a security guard for the sheriff's office. I can't believe they want me. This is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so which one's your favorite? Because <laughs> I think I have a favorite. Oh, I definitely think the photo. The, the, the I think I think Mr. Pugh takes it home for me. Even though I don't know, writing I rob somebody in my journal and also wearing a very conspicuous outfit to commit a crime and also like believing you're going to work for a law enforcement an office well an it's just the sheriff's office i mean clearly they're not going to do like a background check or like find my open warrant or anything i mean let's let's be serious here but um yeah i mean think it you know we cover a lot of dark stuff on the dark oak i mean not to be too punny but fact of the matter is we cover a lot of heavy stuff and we wanted to just bring some levity to this and you know we don't always make good choices <laughs> do you know your stomach <laughs> All right, we'll go get you a Sammy. Goodness gracious. It is 4.18. I've literally had a cup of coffee today. That's it. So that's okay, why. we're going to go. Okay. But, okay. Right. But oh my gosh. <laughs> so. <laughs> some levity. Um, yeah. We're going to add some levity Woo, to this. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're going to do these periodically. And we're every time we find something good and juicy, we're going to post it on our website. So we do hope that you visit us there. And then you tune in to these clueless criminal episodes where we can get a little bit of chuckle in with some of our darkness. That's right. Yeah. So well, fun. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for joining us here on the Dark Oak. Tune back in for more uh, thrills, chills, and a few laughs. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it balanced. Keeping it balanced. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Just Us Gals production with artwork by Justice Holmes and music by Ryan Creek.